Hey y'all, welcome to Backstage with At Joy Leah. Today I have the hottest A&R in the business on my podcast with me. I'm so excited you guys. So just sit back and listen and we will be right back. Welcome again to Backstage with At Joy Leah Podcast. Um, today I have the hottest, I ain't even going to say one of the hottest, it's the hottest A&R in the music industry, Mr. Ray Daniels. He's going to be talking to us and he's going to be backstage with me today and he's just going to tell us what he's got going on and just everything and all these questions you know that I have for him. So uh, Ray, how you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me good? Okay, great. Great. So, Ray, Mr. Ray Dar. I mean, I don't know if people know about you, but I know I know about you. But uh, people that listen to my podcast, Mr. Ray Daniels is um, a music industry AR, and he has been in the business for over 15 years. So I know he has some wonderful insight to give to us and what's been going on, you know, with the music industry for the past 20 or so years. So, Ray, tell us about yourself. There's uh, so many different levels just when that question is said <laughs> about me. Uh, I'm, I'm just a man that just wants to take care of his family and just so happen to be doing the music business while I'm doing it, honestly. Like, I'm just, you know, as we talk, I guess I'll tell you more about myself, but I'm just not like the braggadocious on my own. Like, I'm not like the uh, so into myself type that I can't wait to talk about myself. Uh-huh. I'd rather talk about, like, how we can, how, I, how I'm trying to do things better for us in our community and just everything else. But I'm in the music business, man. I mean, that's just what I'm doing right now. I mean, but that's like one of the biggest businesses and everybody wants to be a part of it. So, you yes, know. They do. And, and it's, but you know what it is? It's glorified. You know what it's like? It's like glorified. But for me, I'm like one of those guys that I really do it. So I can't really glorify it because I know how hard I work. I know how hard it is. Yeah. And I, it's almost like, you know, somebody seeing a basketball player in the NBA and saying, man, and like, look at what this guy does. Like, man, I want to do that. But you don't know, you're seeing him play basketball for two hours, but you don't know how many hours he was in the gym or how many hours he was training to get where he goes. Right. So I just have so much respect for what I do that I just can't like be like, man, I'm killing it. It's like, <laughs> I'm in the gym every day. Yeah. So, I'm glad you're not like that. Because <laughs> there, uh, there are a lot of people that are out here like that. So uh, you know, Another thing is that, you know, there's so many people out here who are, you know, like, man, listen, man, I'm lucky. And, and I never, I never forget that I'm lucky. I never forget that I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Like I, I don't never take that for granted. Like that, that you know, I got, I got this far. Right. So I never act like it was mine. It wasn't mine. It still is not mine. If, if I stop doing it today, the game will go on. There'll be another guy like me getting money doing it. So I just wake up and I honor it. 
I do it to the best of my ability because I know it's not mine. Wow. It's just I'm have access to it, you know? That's true. That's true. God is really blessing you. So um, tell us how you got started. Everybody wants to know. I mean, you've been in the industry from what I can remember for over 10 or 15 years. When did you first get started? Well, I've been, I've been in the music business about January of 2021. It makes 16 years. Uh, but um, I've been in it. I just was, honestly, I, I was riding down on National, where I'm from, and this guy who I went to school with flagged me down, like chased me down, and was like, I need you to help me with something. I had no idea what it was. Literally, I'm working at Delta. I'm in school. I don't know what I want to do in my life. I'm like, I'm lost. What I'm school proud. was you at? It's not even nothing to be proud of. Because I met you when you was at Clark. So. <laughs> I, I was at, I went to Atlanta Metropolitan College. I know, that's not, that's, ain't nothing wrong with that. That was up the street from Clark. I know, but it wasn't, it wasn't Clark though. It was like, you know, when you, when you, when you went to Clark, you like, I went to Clark. <laughs> you, know, you was like, Atlanta Metro. You are know, you so silly. So you were more on the I, business I, I, side. I, I, I loved music. I mean, you know, obviously I was a fan of music. I mean, it was it was something intriguing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, something about it that made me say it was dope. I mean, like, I'm not gonna act like guys like Puff and Master P wasn't cool to me when I was, you know, when I was younger. I mean, of course they were cool. But you know, Desmond Washington is cool as hell too. <laughs> so Jackson, so is Will Smith. So I mean, you know, but so Steve Jobs. Like, I mean, I I, I, I think anybody who Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. You know? You must have had something in some type of way because 
you was able to see talent and notice, you know, good or, you know, I would say great talent to help other people. You don't think? Absolutely not. I wouldn't even, I'm not going to act like that. Like, I'm not going to lie and say I had that. Like, I did not have that. I had, like I said, somebody that I went to school with asked me to help him because his words to me was, you always knew how to talk to people since we was kids. Oh. He was like, you know, I need you to talk to people about what I'm doing. He was a real introverted guy. Okay. Maybe he was the one that discovered me as a talent. Wow, yeah, if you think about it. Because... But he was, like, super introverted, like, he was like, bro, every time you talk, people listen. But you got to think about it. I always say this, like, in school, the kids that talk a lot are told to be quiet. (laughs) That's true. So, bro, how the hell, you know, what what, what makes you have some kind of, like, what makes you think you're going to be something when, you know, I didn't have no talent. Like, I'm not going to act like that. Like, I didn't, like, I'm telling you, I am absolutely one of the lucky like guys like me, the guy, the guys like me, the best thing a guy like me can do is get a job or, or go to the army. I heard that. I, I mean, I would think maybe you know other people like you know in the neighborhood or you know where you come from, but you must have had something different because you were able to you know be a part of this industry for so long. I mean, a lot of people. They get burnt out very, very quickly, or they don't even have the opportunity to even, you know, be in certain rooms. So you you had to have a little bit something extra. I don't know where what what the motivation or what it came from. The extra was the extra was was I just didn't want to be a loser. I just you just woke up one day. I I just didn't want to be average no more. I didn't want to be that. I heard that. Like it was like, like I said, if, if the guy pulled me over on the side of Old National and said, "Help me with my clothing line," I'd probably be in fashion right. You'll now. be great with that. Like I, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, I, I I didn't have any. I didn't think it owed me anything. Like, see, this is the thing about this world. Like when people are born with good looks, they think people are supposed to tell me I'm pretty. When people are born. <laughs> Talent, they look at it like what I've seen the world's supposed to listen. Right. You nothing. You don't look at the world through that scope. You just look at the world like I'm lucky with whatever I can get. Wow. It's crazy oh. how when I talk to, you know, people like you know, people like you, how you guys just say y'all just fell into this and you know, it the game just chose me. It's 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 weird. When people say it, and it's just like, okay, it, it just fell on your lap, okay. But in some type of way, how you're explaining it, it did. You 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 just grinded and did what you had every day, but you really became successful from it. And there's people who I would say are talented, but maybe they didn't have the grind or something behind them. That's because they were talented. And sometimes when you're born with talented or you're born like a gift you feel like 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 you don't have to honor that gift i got you i got you like i was born this way like why like i was born six eight 215 pounds like and i could run this fast like nothing is special about me like even though 
you got some people who wish they were taller, people who wish they were faster, people who wish they the same. You have people who wish they who wish they had the, the gift that you was born with. But it's crazy because you didn't ask for it. Like I didn't. So I don't know. I don't know. I just think that my perspective on life was like this. This word is funny to me because <laughs> life, life tells you what you are. Like life tells you, yeah, you, you ain't shit, <laughs> or it tells you you're not as important as this guy. Right. It tells like you don't have you don't you don't have to ask. You. I mean, you might life to tell you. Yeah. Life tells you that. Like especially men. Men always, you know, men like. Girls pick the guys that they want, and usually the guys they pick are the guys that have some kind of special, unique talent or something. So for me, and you know, for me, it was just the girls didn't pick me. Like, so I, I couldn't get mad at them. I had to just find out, you know, shit. He, I mean, he could play, he could play basketball. Like, they probably like him, or you know, he can rap, or he can sing, or he can dance. Or I was none of those things. So I found significance in, in being. The guy that can help the guys that can do that. Wow. Guys that can do that, because they can do that, they never worked as hard as me because they can do that. Like, I was the guy that was, I didn't feel like I deserved it. So I worked harder for it. I wanted to make sure that they knew that if, I, if, if a dollar came in and they had to give me fucking 10 cents, that they was like, oh, he earned that 10 cents. Right. Not like, what you do? Right. I mean, I. That's interesting, Ray, that you said that like that. But um, you you are you're really able to help many people, as we can see, because a lot of people can't do this on their own. It seems like because they have all these, and and that's really what I wanted to talk to you more about. Like you know, they have these A and R's and all these people that help, I guess, develop the artists or help what the artists become great or you know a better artist in some type of way because. They have the talent, but maybe they don't have the drive behind that. Or maybe they don't have um, that support system behind it. I, I don't know, because I really never was into the music industry, I would say. But um, it seems like, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to deal with. Um, what is, I would say, what is the best part of your job? Well, you don't have a job, but what is the best part of you being... A A and R, and you being in the music industry. Well, I'm an entrepreneur first, so I run my own company, and I make more money from my own company than I do being an A and R. Just being honest with you. Um, but the the best part of what I do is my mom ain't had to work in seven years, and I retired her. Wow! Today I my sister a check for rent just on a random what today is what Thursday. Thursday, I wrote my sister a check this morning for $25,000 to start her business. Um, I give my family whatever they want. So what's what's dope about what I do is that I can provide for my family. And that's the only thing I really cared about, providing for my family and the people that I love. That's that's beautiful. That's wonderful. It seems like you're always looking into the future. And that's, you know, take care of your family, stuff like that. That's all about, you know, the future, making sure investments and, you know, everybody is taken care of. Um, your own company, that's Radar. Yep. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, yes, yeah, you know, it's my company. <laughs> we, just, we just do what we do. 
<laughs> you know what it is? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Somebody like your mom, right? Yeah. Okay. So somebody said, tell me about being a mom. And like, <laughs> like, I'm a mom. Like, I wake up and I do mom things. Yeah. Like, what? It's, I mean, it's, 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 if you ask me, I'm have a different answer, actually, because I'm like, it's wonderful. I mean, I take care what, of two what, beautiful what, daughters. Tell me what, tell me what it entails. It entails, you know what, now that I have a teenager, it entails a lot. When I had little kids, like my, my youngest daughter, it, that's just, you know, wait, make sure they eat little stuff, stuff like that, you know, just keep, keep some clothes on them. These teenagers, you got, it's, it's going down. Look. But notice, notice. I was about to say how. Waking up and you talking to people though you talking to everybody you know like. First of all, I got this morning from my lawyer about a deal. Um, I gotta get on the phone with another lawyer about a deal. Like I just like I'm constantly searching for the interest. Mm. Like, like as an entrepreneur, you're we're moving mountains every day. But you know, I'm searching for that mountain that to move. Oh, I already know the mountain I'm moving. The mountain is called radar, and everybody that's with it. I'm just looking for another way to move the inch and another way to move the inch and another way to move the inch. Like I'm just looking for those moments and I might, I might plant something today and then tomorrow, you know, it's something else. I don't know, but I'm constantly, constantly worrying about how to move the mountain forward. Like that's what I do. So, I mean, even now it's like, it's a conversation with you. I'm going to learn something from this conversation that's going to make me make a phone call that I probably wouldn't have made. Wow. I'll get it done. That's how I look at the world. I just get up and do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I mean, that's an entrepreneur. You have to come up with different ways. I mean, it's an, if, if you wanted to be told what to do, I would say you would go get a job. <laughs> but 
if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to come up with these ways and, you know, you're coming up with them. So when it comes to your company and, um, I guess with what you do as an A&R, do they, you know, kind of go hand in hand or is, is radar more of something that you're going to eventually break off and do and not do the AR no more because you'll have your, you know, management company. They're the same things. Okay. It's like right here. Like, it's me finding talent, finding places to put talent, finding ways to help serve talent. Simple as that. Okay. I had a girl now who's a judge that wants to do a judge TV show. Like, I treat everything the same. I'm just trying to figure out a way to help talent and get to the way they want to get to. Okay. Myself there, same thing. That's 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 good to know. I'm make sure I write that down because <laughs> you got production going on over there as well. It seems like you got a lot going on over there in radar. But um, I mean, you also was saying like you have a book. What is your um in your publishing? What is your book going to be about? My life, what I'm trying to like, like basically teaching people how to win based on my experiences. Okay. So a conversation, how we have teaching to me how to win. <laughs> teaching people how to win. That's that's what it's all about. And what made you want to, you know, write a book? What made you want to? Is it because you got tired of doing so many interviews, or you just felt you could put more? You know, down for people to, you know. I always wanted to do it. That was always a, a major dream of mine because I felt like my life is cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like if more people knew who my life was, I might have more people trying to be Ray Daniels than trying to be Lil Wayne. Come on now, come on, somebody. I just want to show people that there's a there's a there's a chance you could be a millionaire being me, you know, and still have a good life and live and drive dream cars and do everything like I do. And not be out. And like, you know, even how you explained it, like you never, you know, you said you didn't do this and you didn't do that, but you didn't say like you were doing bad things either. You know what I'm saying? Like you was out here being a gangster or, you know, you was out here doing this, that. Yeah, you didn't play ball, but it seemed like you still had your head on straight in many ways. You was going to school. You was, you know, working at Delta. So you you had like a, I would say a lot of better tools. That's probably why you know when we met each other. I was nobody. I was playing with it. I was doing what most people do. I was waking up and doing what the world tells me to do, which is get a job and you know and go to school and you know and something good's gonna happen. Right. You got to went for it and everybody was like why would you quit school and quit your job and go for that i'm like isn't this what life's about right so that's what it's about it's really just showing people that we all have a bar like we all have a bar that is set for us i don't care who you are when you are born you are born with the bar set for you right this is the whole point of what i'm writing a book about no matter who you are you have a bar that's set for you right so if I was Bill Gates' son, right, you would think to yourself, that guy's going to be doing amazing things. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm Bill Gates, right? If I'm the 
LeBron James, son, you're thinking he's going to make it to the NBA. Right. Right? He's LeBron, right? Exactly. But if my dad was on drugs and my mom was 18 when she had me living in the projects, what bar was set for me? If you don't die and go to jail by the time you're 25, you're a success. Yeah. And I just, I just can't live knowing that that was the bar set for me. So I decided to set my own fucking bar. And when I did, everybody around me told me I was crazy. Like, why would you do that? And they wasn't saying, why would you raise your bar? It was like, why would you do, Why would you try to be more when you're not supposed to be more? Right. And I'm like, well, why would not? Like, what the fuck do I got to lose? If, worst, if the worst thing that happens, I'm just going to go back to Delta. go back to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, that, that is like just so inspirational when, when people say that and you actually hear then say it and you see it because it's like a lot of people are scared to, you know, take that chance, jump off the porch. You know, a lot of people are, are scared, but when you actually do it, you could really be successful. I mean, I'm that's just what I'm just learning here in this life as well. But <laughs> I'm scared because there's been a bar that's been set for them by the people around them. And the people around them has made them like you know it's like it's like how can you how can you go for something bigger than you when I can't help you if you fall? That's really what the mentality is. Like how can you like how can you go try to be something more when if you get to level three, you've already surpassed what we thought it was gonna be, and it's really just them putting that fear on you. Mm. I don't want to see you hurt. Like people are so worried about seeing people in their lives hurt and and and, and disappointed, fail. right? Disappointed that they just tell them don't do nothing. Besides, they set the bar low. Like I'm not going to tell my kids that. My my daughter tell me she wants to be the next uh, Carrie Washington. I'm gonna be right there. Like let's go. True. Like let's go. But I'm not gonna let a pipe dream about it. I'm gonna tell her how hard it is. And I'm right. Gonna put to show how hard it is. Like, I'm not gonna, my kids are not gonna have to get it out the mud. My kids don't have to worry about the mud. My, my son don't even, my daughter has been living in a mansion since she came home. I came home to the project base. You know, my daughter doesn't even know what, what that, that is. is. <laughs> I heard that. That's the, like, so my, my goal was to set, the, my goal was to set the tone for what life is for mm-hmm. my kids. Because I knew what the tone of life was for me when I decided I wanted to be more. So now everybody around me is like, little Raymond is definitely going to be a millionaire. No one said that about me when I was a kid. It was like, if Raymond doesn't end up in jail or dead, he did good. If he makes 60000 a year, he's a success. I make 60000 a month. Like, mm. that ain't, that ain't, that's nothing. Like, so it's like, you can't set the bar low for me. I'm not going to let I let that. So I decided to take life by my own horns and do it myself. And I became a millionaire on my own. And everybody around me, nobody around me even knows what I do. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what I do. <laughs> I was about to say, you keep saying that too, which is crazy. What I did do was I developed habits. Mm. People don't want to acknowledge that they have bad habits. I developed habits that made me grippy. I don't fucking drink. I don't smoke. I don't go out. Unless I have to go out. If I go out, I'm going out to observe people. I've decided I'm not going to be a puppet. I'm going to be a puppet master. Mm. So like, if I be 
be a puppet master. I can't behave like puppets. I can't do what puppets do. I, when something goes wrong, the first person I blame is myself. I'm not okay with losing. Even if you take the last shot, I'm still not okay with losing. I'm never. I'm not okay with losing. I don't care whose fault it is. I'm never going to be okay with losing. I set the bar high for everybody around me. Some people are okay with losing. As long as it won me. I mean, I, ain't, I did my part. That's not me. That's not me. I'm going to do my part and make sure you do your part. But imagine if everybody on the team thought like that. Right. We would, we would be the most unstoppable team ever built. We would be Rock Nation. That's why Rock, that's why they don't lose. Because they understand their responsibility to each other. Most people run around here having like, my, my why is the people around me. Most people why is themselves. If your why is just you, you're going to always give yourself an hour. I'll do it tomorrow. This mm-hmm. is me. If your why is somebody else, you're never going to give yourself an hour. Yeah, Something can... else, you're never going to give yourself an hour. That's true. You're going to be held accountable. So It's different. Yeah. And then other people are dependent on you. It, it seems like when it comes to, you know, you having it, that, you know, disciplined life, they're not having it. So. But my thing is this. If, if somebody is getting better results than me, like, I got people in this business that I look up to, right, still to this day, who I think are way more successful than me. And sometimes when I find myself doing dumb stuff, I ask myself, what are they doing right now? Uh-huh. Like, if I'm arguing about a dollar, like, just for the conversation, like, if I'm arguing about a dollar, I ask myself, is Person, I'm looking too awkward about a dollar right now. <laughs> Probably not, right? That, that, I highly doubt it. At that, at that moment, I become bigger than that dollar. Okay. Because the person who I look up to is bigger than that dollar. So how can I look up? I'm gonna always look up to you, and eventually, I'll, and, and in my world, I want to look at you. I don't want to look up to you. I want to look at you. So I'm only gonna be able to do that if it's how I think big, like you think. And that's how I do it. Okay. So. I would say, I mean, you basically explained everything with yourself. Well, not everything, but if it was a, you know, a guy that was, you know, like you, you know, 18 and, you know, living off of Old National and I wouldn't say want to break into the music industry or anything like that, but want to do something better or whatever, want to, you know, trying to get in where they fit in. What would you tell them? Okay. They gotta move. No, I, no, you don't gotta move. I still live in Atlanta right now. That's true. Like you don't have to move. You just have to get away. You have to go see different. Most of us are creatures of habits. We are who we are because of who we are around or who raised us. We don't even realize what we're doing wrong. See, my fear was someone beating me. That was always my fear. Someone was going to beat me. So the only way I knew I could beat that person is if I went further than he did. So I got off Old National. Started going downtown. Then after after I realized that, I started going to New York. Okay. And after that, I going to LA. Then I started going. Then I started going everywhere. Then I started meeting people in the UK. It's like I've just never been afraid to go further. Wow. If you want to go far in life, you got to go far in life physically. Get out there. Like, I don't even, like, I, I don't even, it's funny because I was talking to the judge today about her show. And I was like, I know the show is going to work. And I was like, you know, my mom is probably the only person I know to watch it. And I was like, she was like, but it's going to be young people going to watch it. Yeah. Tomorrow, so I know 
logic, but that's I true. No, I, I, I said to her, I said, I don't have no friend in my life that's gonna watch this show. Man, if I got if my life is gonna watch this kind of show, they're not in my life anymore. Man, you don't understand some of the best judge shows, Judge Mathis, all them, those are actually better shows. Those are the original reality shows. Those be I hate to say it. Those are some funny shows. So she's right. It's a lot of like divorce court. Shoot, that. No, I know. <laughs> nobody, nobody in my life. Oh, watches it. Nobody in my life is gonna watch it. Okay. If I walk in my house and I see somebody, if I walk in my office and I see somebody watching the judge show, they can take their ass home. <laughs> I heard like, that. I'm, I don't watch that shit. Okay. You said you only have people around you that's working. I only have no. I only have people around me like you. People at McDonald's are working right now. I only have people around me that want to get somewhere. Oh. Okay. I like that answer. That is that. Now that's different. Everybody on the ground around you. Everybody on me is a dreamer that's trying to get somewhere. That's true. I mean. You, but you are the guy. I mean, you are the guy. I mean, to to be around when you want your dreams to come true. <laughs> I would say from, I mean, from from your first artist. I mean, from a long time ago. There's so many. I mean, I don't know how people can get attached to you, or I would say how people could get and you know involved with you, but. You are that dude. Like, if you want to, if you're following you on IG or if you're following you on Facebook, I mean, they want to be around you. I, I, I guess maybe, like you said, it's their habits and stuff like that that keep them away. But trust and believe, I know people want to, you know, some some way learn from you and, you know, you be their mentor and stuff like that. But, but my thing is this. They, they want to they they be around my mentality, which is good. Around my mentality, I like that. Like, but I'm looking for this people that mentality I want to be around too. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the same you get I'm, like, I'm with you. You get Notice since we've been talking for, we've been on this call for how long? Thirty-five right minutes. Thirty-five minutes. <laughs> Have we mentioned anything about the music business yet? No, we haven't. Which I, my whole conversation was supposed to be about that. That's my point. It's not that the music business is not what I do. My habits are what I do. I just so happen to be in the music business. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you really are like a in some way a motivational, you know, inspiration more, you know, than like you said, like just a regular A and R or something in the industry. You're you're like way more than that like you can this whole conversation has turned 360 then the questions that i had like we're talking about life tools that people could really use if they just want to be a better person or a great person in life it seems like people usually go to the party room because they think it's a party it's not a party it's always work that's what I'm saying. Like people go to the party room that I won't be in the music business. But that's what it look like everybody having fun at, bro. <laughs> coming over here because you think it's gonna be all fun and games. You've lost. And if you want to stay in it, it seems like you gotta really, really work hard. But 
I mean, have you have to develop good habits? You develop the right habits, you're gonna be good. I heard that. Well, I mean, like I said, this, I couldn't even ask ask him the questions I wanted to ask him, but I mean, it it really doesn't matter because it was good conversation, and I really I know you're such a busy man, and I just really appreciate you taking the time being on my show today because um, I know for a fact people are going to be able to use a lot of these tools. But I do want to ask you one music industry question, I would say. Um, so compare the music, I would say, from the music from when you started to the music right now. How do you feel about it? Do you think it has changed? I mean, do you think it's the same? Or is your mentality about it changed more? From, you know, because then you were younger. My my mentality about it is it's not mine the way it used to be mine. You know, what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. Um, I'm never going to criticize the youth about, you know, a a 16-year-old kid about giving his experience. I'm here to help him be better. So my only thing is that if I do have an issue with it, it's my fault because I mean I haven't been being a better mentor to the younger. But I don't have an issue. Like I said, I, I take full responsibility for everything around me. So if the music ain't good, that's my fault. Okay. Instead of instead of criticizing, you know, like how people never, never hear me complaining. I don't believe in complaining. I don't believe in criticizing. I believe in making stuff better. And if I'm gonna make it better, I'm gonna make it better by telling you what I think you should be doing better and giving you examples of how you can do it better. I'm not here to hurt nobody. I'm not here to make anything worse. That's true. I mean, I've known you for a while, and you 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 don't you give good advice. I would say you don't. You're not a person out here out here hurting people's feelings. I'm I'm not. I'm not, I don't see things subjectively. I see th- I see everything in my life objectively. Okay. Yeah. So, you- how the music is? Hey, listen. I signed Anthony Chopper. You know, he was doing what he he was doing music about shot of flow, and then he wanted to change it up and do from dark to light. And when he changed it up, I was like, "Good for you. Whatever you want to do, I'm here to support you. I'm not here to give you a voice. I'm here to help you amplify your voice and understand your voice. That's what I'm here for. Make you great. And that's what these young kids need, actually. So I mean, it's good that you are, you know, like I said, still out here, still on the grind, still doing your thing, because these younger kids, I mean. With the drugs and with the pills and with all this stuff. And that's why I said these teenagers, um, you have to, you know, they need guidance. And they don't need to be told what to do all the time like you just said. They just need simple guidance, simple understanding, and simple tools and ways to make their life better. Or, make, you know, make things great for them. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to stop. We, gotta, we just got to be able to. We are here. If your kids are who they are, it is your fault who they are. Take ownership. If you are, that is my job. I take ownership of the world that I exist in and the world around me. That is what a man is supposed to do. Take ownership and make changes. Okay. Like make changes. But as far as the kids' music, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love it because it's them. If they're making music about drugs, that's because they're using drugs. I know. I, it's, like, it's, I, I, like, it's like I can't get mad at them making music about drugs if that's what they really if do. that's what they're doing. If they weren't using drugs and they was making music about something else, then it's like you know. And these kids now are living in a new 
world of where depression is real. Right. I don't even understand how anyone is to exist in this world that we live in where we're looking at everyone has a TV show and an Instagram page or their TikTok page. Yeah. And everyone knows you the best version of themselves on a TV show. So everybody in the world looks happy except for you. Like, how do you exist in it? That's why I don't even like to It's really hard, people. like how you just said for these younger kids. It, that, that's true. It's hard for adults. That's why I focus on me and what I'm doing and how to make it how to make it better. And I'm telling you, like, I do my best to put myself in your shoes and understand. I don't know if I would have been successful in today's music business coming up. I probably would have quit because all my friends would have looked like they was on and lit and I would have looked like the person that was on the corner passing out flyers. Wow. Was, I would have deleted social media if that's the case. Mm. It's a different time. It, it really yeah. is. It's a, it's a totally different time. Like, like how you just explained, everybody has all that that you said, it's it and with, with these teenagers, it's, it it just seems like it just gets worse. But you just gotta, like I said, give them the guidance and give them the understanding that they need. But let me um, let me just take a. Actually, we're gonna just go ahead and finish up the show because I don't like I said I want to take up all your time. We've been on this call for like forty two minutes. Talking about everything. I have people here that I need to go out and talk to right now. <laughs> All right, so, um, like, I mean, Radar, they know, I know they know how to get in contact with you. You are Mr. Ray Daniels. You are on IG at Ray Yes. And it's Radar Management, Radar Entertainment. And then your IG is um, at Radar, right? I think it's Ray Daniels. Oh, Ray Daniels. Okay. It's Ray Daniels. Everything is Ray Daniels. All right. So, Ray Daniels, make sure if you want to get in contact with him. And you can always, you know, just at Joy Leah. And, you know, I can give you the information for Mr. Ray Daniels as well. But, again, I appreciate you being on my show and you taking the time. I know you're busy. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you soon.